When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that down. Write them down. It's like a, like a personal contract with ourselves. Welcome into the only show in America that's dumb enough to put statistics next to our predictions. This is Write That Down Wednesday here on Purple Daily, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Uh, they'd have to be a surprise entrant to conference championship weekend, like like a Royal Rumble surprise if they want to uh. win this year's Super Bowl. Wait! The Lions, like, don't come out of the tunnel. Where, like, the Lions music hits. They don't come out of the tunnel. And all of a sudden, you see, like... Dan Campbell's body get thrown out next to a steel chair. That's and Kevin O'Connell uh, comes walking out. <laughs> I think I sent this to you like on Instagram a few months ago, Phil or Rick, recently. But I think it was the Ringer that talked about that. Instead of Woj and Shams dropping trade deadline, you know, scoops, and as they happen, they, no one announces them. And then at the starting lineup on the court, oh my God, it's it's LeBron James, and he's oh, and he's LeBron on James the Knicks. Like who is this? Can you imagine how <laughs> badass that would be? It, that would be can't-miss television. Where did they go? Oh, that'd be the awesome. Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons take the field week one after not drafting a quarterback. You know, Desmond Ritter's been at training camp all year. Fans are just kind of buzzkill. Wait, wait, wait. Bah. Actually, it'd be Creed. Creed comes blasting through the speaker. <laughs> That's Kirk Cousins. He's here. He's here. Back on. <laughs> Comes out smoking a cigarette. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's got, he's got the Hulk Hogan like NWO beard. Bow. Yep, oh ripping a God. heater, sleeveless cut off shirt. God, I love it. Inject it. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, we have uh, two two weeks left. I think it's technically three predictions. Yeah, we have this week, next week, and then yeah. the week before the Super. So three more prediction weeks before the end of the 2023. Write that down season. I guess 2023 24. So uh, we'll roll through the accountability here. Um, this is how it works if you're new to these Wednesday segments. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They just have to be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns, and it is a super tight race between the three of us. Listeners are a little bit further behind. 
but it's kind of anyone's game between the three of us here the next three weeks. Listeners, if you want to participate like Danny is about to, send Declan a message through the Score North app, and we will get you scheduled for uh, probably the early part of the next Write That Down season. Let's start with Judd, who had a buzzer beater like a half hour ago that we're going to get to here. Wow. Well, this this wound up being a great week for Judd. We'll start with the bad, though. You said the Cowboys would part ways with Mike McCarthy by the end of the Write That Down season. If this does somehow still happen, because there's all sorts of chaos. Dude, like relatives of multiple Cowboys players are on social media just clowning Dak Prescott. I saw that. Well, and this beat, though, was immediate. This came out. So I made this prediction in the morning a week ago on Wednesday. And literally that night, it's like Mike McCarthy will be back on the last year of his contract with the Cowboys. So that was an immediate loss. So we'll see if you know, Jerry Jones is is kind of crazy. So maybe if the Bella if the Belichick thing falls through in Atlanta, you never know. But right now, this is wrong. You said Antoine Winfield would be inducted into the Vikings Ring of Honor this past season. This should have come off the board a few weeks ago. No one was. Yeah, what what happened? They there? took the year off. Uh, I checked. There there have been previous years where they did not induct a person. They said that their acknowledgement of Bud Grant and that entire opening week uh, thing to honor their past was going to be their um, presentation or program okay. for the season. But I have been assured that oh. there will be a Ring of Honor inductee or two next year. Aggregators. This is a report. This is a That's former lead Vikings oh, yeah. beat writer I check. reporting well, I right check now. I check because I care about this. I'm a complete geek, but I care about this. So I said, what's up with that? I I would say this, too. <laughs> Suggestion to the Wilfs, because I always help with, like, marketing and, and things right. like that. Yep. Suggestion to the Vikings. If Harrison Smith retires, put him in next year. Yeah. Before Antoine? Before Antoine? Yeah. But they're weird with yes, that. Yes, I love though, Antoine. Judd. Like they're so they're weird with it. They take a long time. Like didn't Randy Moss not get in till like the last yes. five years? That's why. And you think That's Harrison why. Smith should go in the next day? Like you think they would put him in the next I agree, day? I have Judd. to be I th- he should be he in. He should right be in. Away. But just, and, uh, and what a pop. But but wouldn't it be a great pop if he retires and you put him you. in immediately? Now you're now you're, now you're thinking well, Royal Rumble and wrestling. Look at this. Well, no, guy. I'm using wrestling terms. This is great. I would be I got to be honest, if I was the Wild, the Wolves, the Twins, and Vikings, I would I would all pool my cash together to hire me as an idea guy. I'm really <laughs> yeah. good. I mean, it's it's my calling. It's my absolute calling. I'm an ideas guy, okay? I'm an idea I'm a people person, damn it. We should create a LinkedIn profile for Judd, just Judd ideas guy. Ideas, ideas guy for for professional sports teams. All right, here's the ones you got right here. You said the Packers would lose to the 49ers in a parlay in which you said by this week's write that down, Joe Barry would be let go as defensive coordinator. And about a half hour ago, the Packers did fire Joe Barry. That's a touchdown because it's a lot of different specific parts that had to come true. Mm -hmm. It's a parlay, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's a two-item parlay with a specific week-long sort of end date. So Calling for people's jobs. You said Bill Belichick will be coaching his final season with the Patriots. And that that one we kind of saw coming from a season or two away. This one, I don't know anyone did except for Judd, apparently. Yeah. You said the 2023 college football season would be Nick Saban's last at Alabama. I agree. That's a touchdown. Yeah. I've forgotten that completely. 
I did too. Dude. When was that made? <laughs> like before the season, I think, or right at the beginning of the season. I must have been drinking. <laughs> so a couple touchdowns for Judd. I had a bad week. I had uh, Ravens and Niners both winning by double digits and the Bills beating the Chiefs. Had the Browns playing in the AFC title game. So, over two. Listeners had Bills and Ravens winning their respective divisional round games. Bills going to the Super Bowl. Jeff. Declan, pretty good week here. You did say the Bills would make the AFC title game. But you said the Packers would cover the nine and a half against the Niners. And the Lions would cover the six and a half against the Buccaneers. And with that, Judd, with his buzzer beater this morning, has jumped into the lead for the completion percentage battle at 36.4%. I'm at 36.2%. But Declan's lurking at 35.3%. Listeners at 20.8. It's going to come down the last week. Judd with two touchdowns also ties Declan with 13 touchdowns for the league lead. I have 11. Listeners have nine on the season. This is wild with three weeks to go. Wow. Judd and Declan both neck and neck. 35.3% all time. (laughs) Wow. Statistics. That's awesome. Uh, going back to 2021, I'm at 33.4% all-time. Listeners at 22.5%. I have a pretty big touchdown lead still at 44. Listeners in Declan with 36. Judd celebrating his 30th career touchdown. Welcome, pass. Judd. Nice job. Welcome. Driving the ball down the field finally, huh? Got that nice shoulder work. surgery. Okay, shoulder. Chad Pennington. Shoulder surgery. Got that shoulder. Shoulder surgery. I love Chad Pennington. I loved him, too. He could only throw the ball 10 yards, but yeah, he was, he was good. <laughs> uh, let's get our guy in here. Let's get, <laughs> let's get, this is Danny, right? Let's get Danny, uh, yeah, Danny in the mix here. Danny, yeah, what's Danny. going on? How are you hey doing guys. today? Oh, doing great. Taking some time out from work, you know. Yeah, can Nothing we keep you that. for a, like like an hour and a half here? Or like at what point do you have to go leave. back to your work meetings? No, nah, let's stay here for an hour and a half. Okay. I got a 30-minute lunch. I can extend it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's office space. <laughs> uh, I need you to come in on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I'm going to need you to come I'm not doing so, Danny, when did you first become a Vikings fan? Well, um, I was born in 85, so obviously 1998 is the entry point. And I actually I have a story about the championship game. Um, so 13 years old, right? First year watching football and understanding what was going on, um, playing youth hockey. So that weekend, my youth hockey team is playing in a tournament in Red Wing. And the game is supposed to start at 1230 on Sunday, right? And the way youth sports tournaments go, like the championship game is the last game of the of the weekend, so it's the latest game. But we suck, so it's fine, right? Like everyone's making plans where they're going to watch the game. They're going to drive home to Mankato and watch it. It's like a two-hour drive from Red Wing, but, you know, we're going to be playing at like 8 a.m. because we suck. And uh, so no big deal. We'll, we'll make it. Well, Friday night, first game, we win. Everyone's happy. You know, hey, we won. Saturday morning, win again. Oh, no. And everyone's going, oh, man, well, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden this is looking weird. And the team that we're supposed to play is like beating, they won their first two games by like 14 goals each, right? Like just blowing teams away. So it's not a big deal. But we're in the semifinal against this team and that's Saturday night. So playing them, it's close, you know, 
of we pull ahead in like the third period and all of a sudden <laughs> like all the parents like the blood you can just see it like drain out of their face because now we're going to be playing at like 10 15 it should have been tanking this is another, la- another <laughs> life lesson tank. always tank <laughs> yeah so we end up winning right and now everyone's like oh what are we going to do are we going to stay in red wing like are we going to find a bar like what's going on so we actually decide that we're going to drive to apple valley and watch the game at my cousin's place because it's an hour shorter drive right so everything's fine now no no time crunch championship game starts it's close goes to overtime right so now we've gone like beyond the hour that was a lot of the game and we're extending it out and uh in overtime i remember it didn't matter which team was shooting every time the goalie made the save the entire crowd was like crying right like uh, the uh, parents are both teams are just like uh, just let it go in just let it go in. <laughs> ot expires no winner now we're in a shootout oh five my god dudes, right five skaters <laughs> would... tied after five skaters tied after six skaters oh my god <laughs> people are dying in the stands i'm the the seventh skater for my team and i score right forehand backhand five hold the goalie triple deke triple deke greatest moment of my life uh, our goalie makes the save and the game's over. Now people are going nuts, right? But then it's oh, individual announcements for both teams for like come get your team trophy. No, do some pictures and like the, the parents are like shaking the glass, screaming at us to hurry up. Hurry up! I, I get off the come ice. Come on! Come on! <laughs> like I took a knee at halftime. Right. My dad has pulled my hockey bag out of the locker room and is. Like he sits me down on it and takes my skates off and carries my bag and me out of the arena. In his full on his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> so he can He's get 13 year old on his shoulder. Thing. Come yeah, on. Go on. Yeah, and I do the same thing. Yep. Yeah, and my mom has a picture of it. And we're both smiles, right? Because we're hockey champions and we're going to the Super Bowl. It's the greatest day. And I watched that whole game with like my, my gold, fake gold medal from, uh, from oh. winning that tournament. So. At least but, you'll always, but at least you'll always have that moment. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. were a champion on that day, even if the Vikings couldn't. This, this is why parents it. don't need to go to all kids sports. <laughs> yeah, I would have said, "How is he supposed to get? He's thirteen. He's twelve. Get away with a, a friend." Well, uh, yeah, I guess they could have. They could have left. Yeah, my, friend, my, I, my dad wouldn't. Have I wouldn't take My dad would not have no went way. to my game. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. No way. My dad would not I'll have tell you no what. Way. I was texting you guys this weekend, so. Uh, between divisional games on, I guess it would have been Saturday night, because the first game, the second game started at like, was it seven, I want to say? And uh, my brother-in-law and my nephew, Ben, were in town from Milwaukee, and he's playing in this, he's playing for a club team in Milwaukee that was traveling to play a couple games against like Minnesota club teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, they played at Winter Park. So I was sending you pictures of, the, it's like they're literally playing in the Vikings old practice facility. Yeah. And and in the like the locker room they have converted to like a Minnesota youth club soccer lobby, but all these parents were here from Wisconsin at the the, the Packers game kicked off against the Niners at the exact time that this game started. Mm. <laughs> now it didn't go to overtime and in PKs and stuff like Danny's game, but every parent on the sideline. Like their kids are out there playing this intense game, going back and forth. Every parent had that Packers game on their phone and was paying oh, zero yeah. attention. Which is that's the difference between now and 1998, right? Like in '98, yeah. you couldn't just pull the game up on your yeah. phone and ignore uh, the shootout. <laughs> no, and, and and I can tell you, in 1998, playing games, there were oftentimes like parents huddled around the one little like 14 inch TV that was like up on the, <laughs> yeah. on the wall in the arena, 
and watching that rather than you know watching the game. At least now you can fake it and either just put it down on your. On yeah, your I've done that at weddings, by the way, in churches where it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, oh, sure, yep. The gopher, yeah. the gophers are playing Northwestern, think... and I need to know what happens. <laughs> I don't think parents realize to a large extent how how little a lot of their children care if they're there. I think they think it's necessary. I need to be there to support. I never cared. Yeah, it's no. like, well, I'm I, here I with my buddies. I, I, wouldn't. I disagree 100% with that. <laughs> I'm here with my buddies. That, that's all I cared about. When did you stop playing sports, though? Like, what was your last year playing sports? Probably when I was a kid. I was probably 11. Yeah, 12. but, dude, once you get older and you're, like, more conscious of yeah the world and things, like, you want, like you're trying to make your parents proud. Yeah. You know, you want your... That's I'll a very home. sociopathic yeah, that's take. Very Judd. That's tell a very Judd-like take. I just don't care. I, I look. <laughs> I'll tell them how I did. I'm with my buddies. I want to be with my friends. If my parents are there, great. If they're not, in fact, you know what? Less pressure. You should have seen these were these are 12 year old kids playing soccer. Every time they did something good, they'd look over for validation. You know like, what? You want that's your parents. the pro- that's the problem. <laughs> that's the issue right there. That's the issue. They're looking at their parents for validation that they shouldn't be worried about from their parents. That is exactly my problem with this whole thing. If you're looking for how to fix society, the sports dad is here for yes, you. Parents, exactly even right. He doesn't have kids. But he's I, got I don't need advice. kids. I was a kid myself. Greatest. I have the greatest background because I was Speaking a kid. Speaking as a former yeah. baby, I will just say, yeah. And yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yep. yep. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. So, hey, let's make some predictions here. We're going to start with Danny. We're going to go to Judd over to Declan. Back to me. We'll make three trips around the room. That was a great story, by the way, Danny. Uh, Thank you. you. What's your first prediction? Okay. So my first prediction, um, let's see. Uh, The 2024 NFL draft starts on April 5th, right? It's a Thursday. It's going to be held in Detroit, which would be awesome, uh, as they'll be celebrating their first Super Bowl or whatever, and that'll kill me. But um, Vikings hold the 11th pick. And I wanted to make a prediction about like the impact that this draft will have on the totality of the team without like trying to guess who they're going to take in the first round or whatever. So here's the prediction Uh, with Quasi's third draft class on board and on the team, uh, the Minnesota Vikings next season will win the Super Bowl. Oh, 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 April 25th. Yep. Oh, Oh, 25th. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. The 20th, April 25th. Yeah, we, wow. we don't want you to get burned by a wrong date. If all of that yeah, other well, stuff comes I mean, to fruition, yeah, like, oh, sorry, he said. Uh... <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I mean, uh, the prediction is with the third, Quasi's third draft class on board, the Vikings will win the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. the date okay. was just sort of there as a, you know, a lead in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just I trying to protect it. you. Just trying to be your buddy. Judd, what's your first prediction? All right. Um, I'm going to go for it here. Probably going to bite me, but that's okay. The Lions will beat the 49ers. Wow. Wow. Debo Samuel questionable right now. Yep. Yep. Well, and don't forget, don't forget the 49ers slump happened with him out. Like that slump was not a coincidence. No, they're in fact, their yards per play are, are crazy different when he's not in the game. 
It's yeah. in and Trent, Trent Williams is the other one. It's like if you're if you're ranking the most important guys on that team, and and the impact. Now Trent Williams will play, but Debo is, and even from like their running game, he's one of the best blocking wide receivers in the NFL too. Ayuk is a great blocker. He sort of makes the stew go. Like like McCaffrey is damn good, but I feel like Debo is like the the wild card player there. So I love it. It's bold. It's bold. Write it down. You like writing things down. Declan. All right, I'll write this down. I'll just take the two teams that win this weekend. I will say Chiefs and 49ers in the Super Bowl. Chiefs, wow. 49ers in the Super Bowl. Write it down. That was the first Chiefs Super Bowl win, right? That they beat the 49ers. Those teams played a Super Bowl again. Isn't the Chiefs? But the Chiefs' first Super Bowl win was against the Vikings. No, no, no. I mean, sorry, I'm sorry. But yeah, meant, you're talking uh, about this. Yes, in the Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, oh, Mahomes oh, yeah. It'd be a repeat. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be a repeat Correct. Super Bowl from four years. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Correct. Okay. Wow. Write it down. You like writing things down. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go chalk. I really think the Ravens, the Debo thing, does make me pause. I think it's Ravens and Niners. So I'll go I'll go against you guys. So we're all making different Super Bowl predicts here uh, predictions. Ravens and Niners will play, so we're going to get another Super Bowl rematch from like ten years ago, the Harbaugh game. Baltimore would be fun. Baltimore is the best team in the NFL, but yeah. there's a Mahomes factor here yes, that exactly. You know, bet against there's been some Brady teams in the past where they're they're going up no. against a better team, but one team has Tom Brady. Write it down. You like writing things down. Back to Danny. Okay, so a lot of talk about Kirk Cousins on the show, um, and off the record. I think he's going to get one more big bite at the apple. I'm thinking like two years, $25 million. And I don't know, for the Vikings, someone else, I just think that's what it'll be. And, you know, he'll do the Kirk things, 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns. But anyway, that's all off the record. Um, it's a Vikings show, so Vikings prediction. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings will win the 2025 NFL season's Super Bowl, played in approximately February 2026. Wow. I love how you're, you're stacking predict. It's like a thread of... Mm-hmm. predictions so, here. So, so back-to-back yeah. Super Bowl wins is what you're predicting. and Back-to-back each... Super Bowl wins wow. uh, next year and the year after. Yep. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Write it down. You like writing things <laughs> down. Judd? Oh, I hope your heart's not set on that. Um, <laughs> okay. Write this down. This will come off the board in the next cycle, the next season of Write That Downs. There will be a credible report the Vikings are planning to or are pursuing Dolphins defensive tackle Christian Wilkins in free agency. So he does have a Flores connection from early in his career there. He was a rookie when Flores, I think Flores might have played a role in drafting him. He's going to get paid. My guess is the Vikings probably can't afford him, but I do think that they definitely, with with their need at that position, I think they will definitely at least dip their toe in that water. So they can franchise him too, right? The Dolphins? Yes. I don't know that they will, but yes, they can, and that's a possibility. And that, that would probably be the, the one thing that would derail my prediction. Okay. Write this down. The Dexter. All right. Uh, write this down. With the Brock Purdy discourse that everyone loves to discuss with him, I'm going to say this. Brock Purdy will nab a game-winning drive or fourth-quarter comeback in a win over the Lions. So I'm already saying that the Lions are or, uh, or, uh, the Niners excuse me, are going to the Super Bowl, but in a separate prediction, I think Brock Purdy leads them to a fourth quarter comeback or a game winning drive in a win on Championship Sunday. Write it down. Dex, Dex sniped me on this one because I was going to go Brock Purdy game winning drive as well. I think I know here too. I think I think Dex is not making pro 49ers picks because he likes them. 
I think he wants Lions fans to feel the pain that we felt. I th- I think this is a vindictive. Me too. I, I think Declan is like, screw them. They don't deserve it. We've been through the pain. And so he not just he not only wants to make this a loss, he wants to reach in the chest of a Lions fan and rip out their heart. Rip out. I sure they, appreciate this. Th- this is a new level of potential sports pain for Lions fans, right? They've, they have not the, – the, like the Vikings, I don't think you ever get used to it, but we just had the 1998 story, right, from Danny. Once every 10 years, we have NFC Championship doorstep of Super Bowl pain. The Lions don't – generations of Lions fans do not really know what that pain feels like. This would so. be the, – the comparable to this, I think, would be – just because of the length of the wait would be what the Browns, what the original Browns felt on like the Elway drive. And then they lost three. Didn't they lose three consecutive? I think the, I think the Broncos right? beat the Browns in three straight playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. And the drive is, I think the, the one that is the most famous, but I feel like that would be the comparable, right? Cause like, yeah. like you don't know that pain and then bang. I think this is very vindictive of Declan, and I sort of am here. I'm, I'm also pro Brock Purdy. Everyone having this just ridiculous take so in victory laps over Brock Purdy to me is just, it's kind of insufferable to me. I, yeah. I, I, I don't really understand. Yes, he is a system quarterback, but these people that are like, take, oh, look how bad he is. See, see, it's like, I mean, dude, you guys, he's in an NFC championship game again, and he's on a doorstep of going to the Super Bowl. He's a good quarterback. He's not Mahomes. No one's saying he's Mahomes, but he's a good quarterback. Yeah, we love to we love to do this, and I feel like I I'm I'm proud of our show. People think we're a bunch of Kirkaters. No, you think we're Kirkaters because we are able to speak in nuance about a non-elite quarterback and poke at the things that he needs to be better at relative to price. Like Brock Purdy is in that middle area, which for the last pick in the draft is a huge accomplishment. Yes, and to Declan's point, if the gotcha is oh he's not he's not Lamar, he's not Mahomes. Okay, like. We know, yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, know that. He, he knows that, too. Yeah. Now, if you give him a few more years, maybe he maybe he does what some of the other later, you know, the Russell Wilsons and the Tom Brady's. So I'm with I'm with Dex on this. Like everyone's using this as a referendum on Brock Purdy. He made some badass throws in that game against the Packers, too. Like tight window, huge throws that throw to Ayuk on the final touchdown drive. So Write all right. it down. You like writing things down. So you got the game winning drive prediction. I'll um. I'll say this, Brock. I'm 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 looking for a home run here or a touchdown. Brock Purdy will lead a go-ahead touchdown drive in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter or overtime. So it'll it won't be a field goal. It'll be a touchdown. He will lead a go-ahead touchdown drive in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter or overtime. Okay. They're probably going to blow him out now, and I'm going to miss that. Write it down. You like writing things down. He's going to throw for 400 yards. He won't even need the game-winning drive. If I'm a Detroit Raiders. fan, I, I would prefer to be blown out than what you guys just suggested. Just get it over right away. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I've never – I've the Giants and Eagles NFC title game defeats, I've never seen those as that painful. Like, yeah. because they, they were, they're so bad, it's like, yeah, it sucks. But, I mean, 98 and 2009 – those are, would, hard, those are wrenching losses. I would yeah, yeah. much rather get drilled. Yeah. Yeah, well, they might find out one way or the other. Uh, back to Danny for your last prediction here. Okay, last prediction. Uh, let's see. In the 2024 season, the Vikings are going to be hosting a game at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in North London. That's in England. Um, all Vikings home games, or, or hosted games, I should say, feature the Skull Chant, right, which originated in Iceland. 
Iceland is an island nation in the North Atlantic. Its capital is Reykjavik. The NFL is looking to expand like European presence and maybe even move a team there, right? Well, Iceland is closer to the U.S. geographically than England is. It's a, it's a shorter flight. So here's my prediction. The Minnesota Vikings will win the 2026 NFL Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's go. I was thinking he was going to change it up. That was awesome. <laughs> Three P. I thought you were going to predict they'd play a game in Iceland. That nope. was great. What a dupe. The Vikings will win the 2026 Super Bowl in Iceland would be. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're not going to play it there. No, no. It's going to be in New Orleans or Miami or something. I hope I hope Danny hits on all three of these. And, hey, if I hit uh, on all three of them, I expect to be the forever champion of right that time. We will oh, shut the be. segment down. Yeah, we would. We'll I think if to. you hit on the second one, we might one, shut we'll the shut show down. down at that point. <laughs> there might be nothing left to criticize, talk about, or dissect. Yeah, no. if, if I hit all three, I'm going to remind you guys forever on Twitter. So, Danny, this was great, man. Great story, great prediction. Since you've got this life-altering platform right now. Is there anyone you'd like to thank that helped you get to this moment? Oh, yeah. I'd like to thank my parents for the uh, Vikings fandom. That's worked out great. Um, I'd like to thank my wife for putting up with it, you know, like everybody does. Um, I'd like to thank U Street from the Daily Gopher for teaching me how to do predictions and, uh, you know, shoot your shot. So um, that's about it. Thanks, guys. It's been fun. Great stuff. Guest listener predictor, Danny. All right. Definitely get you on again sometimes. You can make three more Super Bowl predictions. Oh, yeah, 27, yeah. 27, 28, 29. Yeah, 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 we'll get there. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming on. Before we make our final predictions and get to a championship weekend edition of the quarterback cesspool challenge, let's say hi to our friends at Nutrisource here. Nutrisource is the official dog and pet food of Purple Daily and Score North. We are, we are dog people on this show. A Nutrisource, they're all about gut health, digestion health for your dogs, mm-hmm. and... uh You'll never see a happier dog than my Mackie who eats the same thing for every meal. You know, it's, you know, a Nutrisource is good when she's that smiley for every meal. And Stella the same exact way. You know what, though? She loves it every single time. And the treats, don't get me started on the treats because she just wants to go outside half the time to come inside and get a treat. What's the Vinster like when it comes to the treats? Vinster's the same way. Yep. He sometimes uh, does the same thing. He'll just trot inside from the backyard and then go right into the pantry where he knows uh, the treats and his, uh, and his, all of his treats are, are just sitting there waiting. Hey, human, go grab me some of those treats. Hey, 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 guy, hey, fat boy. Is the Christmas tree still up, Dex? No, no, the Christmas tree came down. Um, my my fiance is a hard stop right around the New Year. Right around New Year's, she takes it down. Ours is still up, and I love it. It's the greatest really? nightlight ever. Why don't you just get a nightlight that's not a Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. I, I hate come nightlights. Downstairs, there's lights. No, 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 but I'm saying it's downstairs. I'm I'm sorry. It's the greatest light at night. It's not in my room. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I need I need. But like darkness. if I come downstairs because I'm in my mid-50s and I have to come downstairs during the night at times, I got that natural light on the Christmas tree. I've always told Don, leave the Christmas tree up. Don't worry about taking it. Down. So when, like, when do you take? So by the way, we are like December 26th to take Christmas stuff down, people. The day, the, the day after Christmas, I am I'm done watching Christmas movies. Yep. Yeah, Boxing Day. She'll probably take she'll probably take it down within the next two weeks, but she doesn't have I'll to write that down. I tell her, leave it up, leave it up. Really, December twenty sixth. That is punctual. That is really punctual. yeah. For we're you just you know we're kind of kind of over it. Yeah, it's been a fun run. We're kind of ready to. I like it. Are you punctual or is that more her? Um, it's probably. More her, but I'm fully on board and cooperative, 100%. Yeah. Some quarterback, yep. 
Yeah, I am Brian. I'm the Brock Purdy <laughs> yes. of this yeah. nerd <laughs> system quarter. I can make some plays, but yeah. in general, it's, yeah. it's really it's, it's really not my own. Don't think uh, for yourself. Doing. Don't don't yeah. make those throws <laughs> off schedule. Make sure they're on schedule. Always be on schedule. All right, Judd, what is your third and final prediction? All right, my third and final prediction is a, a draft prediction that we actually alluded to, or I did in the first Purple Daily that we did today talking about quarterbacks. Either the Bears, Commanders, or Patriots will not take a quarterback with their first pick in the draft. Okay. I, either the Bears, Commanders, or Patriots will not take a quarterback with their first pick in, in the draft. This leaves me room for for one of them to trade down and then not take a quarterback too, just in case that happens. Okay. Or trade down. Yeah. What if they, if they trade take down a quarterback and to take I'm, a quarterback? No, then I'm done. Wrong, right? Then I'm done. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Last one for me after uh, Judd's, you know, the special teams coordinator kicker Judd, who has solved kicking after we talked about it nauseam on Monday. I'm going to make a prediction on this week's games uh, involving kickers. Justin Tucker will miss a field goal or extra point for the Ravens on Whoa, on Sunday. Dude. He's going to miss a field goal or extra point for the Baltimore Whoa. Ravens. Wow. Write it down. Off the record, is that going to cost him the game? Oh yeah, it will. It will. Okay. How about that? Wouldn't that be something if it wasn't if if it was Lamar Jackson that played his ass off and it was Justin Tucker that dropped dropped the ball? Did you also mm. know that the Niners kicker was drafted in the 3rd round by San Francisco? This last draft, Moody? Justin Moody was a third-round pick, and he's made 60 of 61 extra points. He's missed one extra point, but 60 of 61. Maybe you got to draft these guys. Maybe you don't just sign some random dude off the street from the Big East Conference. Maybe you actually figure out a better way to go about this kicking position. Still missed one, though. He shouldn't have missed the one. <laughs> Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. I predict that we are going to have a credible report I'll say sometime before training camps start. I'm trying to think of when this would happen. It would probably be like league meetings of some kind. A credible report that the NFL will be seriously discussing changing the fumble out of the end zone rule. So it, it will be, be um, March. March? Be after up. free agency. I think the owners meet, which, which is where the, the competi- uh, competition committee meets. I think okay. that comes in the last part of March or middle of March. So, so yeah. I'll just, I'll just say, That's I'll good. just say before training camp, just in case for some reason, yeah. uh, but there, there will be a credible report, a Shefty or just off the record, like a Shefty, a Rappaport, somebody saying that the league is discussing changing the fumble out of the end zone rule. That's going to happen. I think you're a thousand percent right there. Let's just change it. Let's just do something different. We talked about that on yesterday's show. So, the problem is, so I, I guess the roadblock is that the competition committee has defensive guys on it as well, and they don't want, want to change the rule. But I will say this. If Goodell wants it changed, it gets changed. Yeah. He's the linchpin. Let's put some offensive guys on that committee for this for this particular meeting. So, all right, there. those are your write-that-down predictions. Write it down. You like writing things Your down. accountability session. It is time now, boys, for... A championship Sunday edition of the quarterback cesspool challenge, a weekly celebration of bad quarterback play in the NFL on this show. Declan was the regular season champion running away. He ran away with the overall lowest QBR and the weekly win totals. We reset this thing for the playoffs. 
where each member of the show in the now in the regular season you could only use a quarterback once per season in the postseason because you know the pool is dwindling right you can you can do a duplicate quarterback if you want to we're looking for the lowest qbr that's that's it on a zero to 100 scale the lowest qbr and last week for the first time since like october I finally identified the lowest QBR oh, yeah. of any of us. Jordan Love, come on down. Nice work. But how about this? Like, in terms of just how well these quarterbacks generally play once you get this far into the postseason, he had the lowest QBR of any of the teams playing. Right. And it was a 44.9. So it was just below average. And with the eye test, you're like, boy, he looked pretty damn good in that game until that last throw, the Farvian throw across his body. How, how much did, did that play? So if he doesn't make that throw, let, let's say they still lose. He throws the ball in that particular situation out of bounds, okay? Mm-hmm. And they just, they just lose, and, but it's not a catastrophic throw at, at the end. Do you think you still win? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, the math on how that throw impacted, but I would think that yeah, because high leverage situations and yeah. mm-hmm. so close games, right, that probably dinged him. Yeah, I'm. I, it's very possible that C, so Judd had C.J. Stroud fifty three point one. I'm trying to convince myself I could have won. No, you may I'm have. Curious. You may have. Especially think about this: if it's incomplete, he doesn't get dinged as much. If it's a Correct. completion and they go and score, oh. all of a sudden now he's his QBR is much higher. Yes. So and then uh, uh, Brock Purdy was Declan's choice, and he wound up with he didn't Unfold. play the best, but he had a sixty one point nine QBR in that won game already. Well, he got the he regular season decks. crown. There's, there's. No, I, I know, but I'm saying he, this is the he end has season a crown. tournament. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a separate He's got thing. A, yeah, this is the yeah, go Lakers. <laughs> so here's where we stand, and and we'll explain sort of how we proceed going forward here. But we're two weeks into the playoffs, and I'm just making note of the playoff wins. Those don't really matter in the grand scheme here. Judd, you have a win. I have a win. Declan had a million wins in the regular season. Uh, still searching for his first postseason win. But we're going to take the the worst two QBRs through the first three rounds, and then those members of the show will face each other in in a reset Super Bowl. So it'll literally just be, okay, a clean slate Super Bowl, Judd versus Declan, Phil, whatever, Phil versus Judd, however the math works out. Okay. Uh, so, Judd, you have a 34.5 QBR. You're in the driver's seat right now. I'm at 43.2, Declan 52.3. Mm-hmm. So Declan needs to identify. He'll pick first. Needs to identify a crappy quarterback performance. There's only four to choose from and hope that uh, he can put a dent into this thing. So, Dex, you got you got four guys. All right. Who are you choosing? <clears throat> Much like uh, Judd's theory of what I'm trying to do and write that down, I'm going to bring that to the QB cesspool challenge. So give me Jared Goff this week in the quarterback cesspool challenge. Again. Give me Jared Goff. Oh, no. oh, I'm sorry. You picked Purdy last week. Picked Purdy last week, and I took who did I take in wild card weekend? I forget. Um, but you took Baker Mayfield. Baker took card. Baker. So I would take Jared Goff, and I guess even regardless, even if I'm not being completely vindictive, wanting the Lions to you know burn in a fiery car crash, uh, going against the Niners' defense is also very difficult. So in general, I think this is even the safer pick of the, of the four. So I'm going to take Jared Goff. And Judd, you get the. Because we're going off last week's, um, we're going off last week's standings here for so Declan was worse. So you get the second pick this week, and then I have to pick third. I have to pick the scraps. My God, which means I probably have. To... <laughs> the AFC, I can't do it. I'm I trying know. to think if I can do it. I just can't do it. I just don't look. I mean, both of those guys can run. 
I am not taking Mahomes, which would mean I would take Jackson, but Jackson can run, and that's going to get him QBR points. Um, I'm going to have to take Brock. I'm going to have to. Uh, and you, and you I have no choice. You have Detroit's no choice. secondary is not good, in my opinion, still. Like, I don't like, like, <sighs> Declan's right. Jared Goff going against San Francisco de- uh, defense on the road is way tougher. But, uh, yeah, I feel I feel I'm stuck, you guys. Well, now I'm stuck now more you're than stuck. you're stuck. Yep, that's great. Good well, job. Oh, you're screwed. I'm stuck. Yep. You're screwed. So I have to choose either Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes to have a bad Congratulations on your okay. win last week, Phil. Uh, Godspeed. I, I don't know how I can pick the greatest quarterback of all time in this situation. So I, no, I, have, I, I have to take Lamar Jackson here. Yes. It sucks, but I have to take Lamar Jackson. So I'll take Lamar Jackson and just kind of. Hope and pray here. Hope and pray that Jared Goff lights Kinda. it up against the San Francisco 49ers. He, I mean, he's had, let's see, he had a clunker against the Chargers a few in November, but he has put up QBRs of at least 70 or above in his last six games. Ugh. What about Mahomes? Uh, let's see here. Pat Mahomes. What has he done? Carry the four. Uh, the last five games, he had a clunker against the Raiders. Remember, he had a yeah that bad game on Christmas. The and these are the two in in the uh, in the postseason. Jackson and Mahomes have the two highest QBRs. In the regular season, Jackson is fourth, Mahomes is eighth, but they're like separated by a point and a half. Yeah. So it really is just <laughs> whatever. They're both probably going to light it up. Did you just do math? Did you just do math? I I heard you say carry the four. Oh, uh, I mean, I was just more killing time. But yes, yeah, I I, I did. I okay, I was just impressed. I just yeah. I I rarely do math. Phil's mm-hmm. good at it, so he's fine. I, I also but didn't I know rarely... who you were addressing when you said, "Did you just do math?" Because there's other there's two other people on this show. So like, is he talking to me <laughs> no, or is he talking Dex. to Judd? You, you didn't hear me. I I said comma Dex. But that uh, that's good. That's great. Okay, good for you. Have at it, you guys. Both do math on the show. I ain't doing math on the show. <laughs> What's happening right now? It's too dangerous. You know what's happening? The Brainerd JC's yeah. ice fishing extravaganza. They don't do math. Yeah, they do. It's the 34th annual <laughs> Brainerd JC's ice fishing extravaganza. Carry the two. Saturday, February 3rd on Gull Lake's Hole in the Day Bay. Over $250,000 in prizes. You can purchase tickets for $50 at any of the 49 fleet farm locations across Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, North Dakota, or just go online at icefishing.org to uh, to find out all the information and get tickets. $250,000 in prizes, 34th annual Brainerd JC's Ice Fishing Extravaganza. Carry the two. Or go to icefishing.org to find out more information. There we go, boys. Predictions, cesspools. We got a bonus episode where we broke down earlier today you can find it on the purple daily podcast feeds and youtube channel we broke down just how risky it is or not to draft a quarterback in the first round day two day three so check those out and uh and our other write that down predictions on the score north youtube channel and the minnesota sports with mackie and judd podcast do big day here on score north see you guys